downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Parsons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Crackhead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? He's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. Oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Hello, East Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hands. I take care of feral cats. This is me to burn. It's in the house. (laughs) Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you about to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I truly really can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? everybody young persons radio has returned once again good morning to one and all this is your host colby smith we are here until 11 a.m at which point we will be followed by point of order who i want to call out right away for being terrific guest host last week while i was away that was the first show i missed all year uh gang and i'm sure that i don't have to tell you that because you've been listening every week and then you got here you 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 got you tuned in at 10 a.m last week and you're just like, why, why are they talking about the Mets? Where's, where's Kolb's vital take on, uh, uh, on uh, uh, popular television programs that I can't even think of right now? I would say, and you, and you guys can, uh, 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 we can talk about this later on. And of course, I'm addressing the callers who call in at 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. I don't think anybody even cares about second seasons of things anymore. I think once you get like a, like a, uh, uh, you got a first run, you get your eight episodes, people are like, hey, great show. And then they're just done. They want the next thing. Like Stranger Things season two came out and it was like for a weekend, it was there. And then every, I, I've, I never heard about it again. 
I'm looking at my guest like she's supposed to talk now, but we're still in we're still in the intro phase of the show. A couple things I want to talk about before we get to the guest. That is, if you are listening to this program, you are probably a savvy technology user. And we have so many ways that you can listen to us now, including the new version of the Radio Free Brooklyn app, which is available on iOS and Android, so you can take us wherever you go. All kinds of new features being rolled out. The show's archives are on there now of all the shows for the past uh, couple weeks that you can listen to, so you don't just have to listen live, although you should. There's all kinds of great stuff going on here. And, of course, you can always check us out at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Uh, and sign up for our newsletter, which is the best way to learn about all of the exciting things happening at the station. We have uh, interviews with hosts and guests, ticket giveaways, uh, special offers on RFB swag, and of course, much more. So go ahead and check that out now. My guest today is a comedian and artist who can be seen performing all over these five boroughs of ours. It's Mary Kate Doherty. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you're on now. That was really hard before. I was so restrained. Well, I, I, you're both, you're here, you know. I know, so you're going to look would, at me when you It felt strange <laughs> to be talking and not looking at anyone. I was like, anyone. I have so many thoughts on season two. <laughs> I haven't, but. And I was just going to say, Stranger Things season two just was pure garbage. And that's oh, why. it was, okay, well, maybe Did that's not why watch it was it? bad. No, I didn't watch the first one. Oh, well, um, aren't you a Out rebel? of the loop. <laughs> do you feel bad about it? Because you can fix it. Well, I, I do. I feel like I missed the zeitgeist. But then, see, I tried mm. to watch it later, and uh, I was like, I think we all, we were all, we were sold a, a false bill of goods on this. I couldn't yeah, get into yeah, it. Yeah, but, well, and then where you walk around just being like the upside down, I'm sick of it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like justice for Barb. Like, shut oh up. yeah, totally. Try, try try caring about a real person. <laughs> There's big issues, guys. <laughs> Maybe You're the administration needs Stranger Things. <laughs> it's a good distraction. <laughs> hey guys, be afraid of the upside down and don't worry about the taxes. <laughs> now, Mary, where should we begin talking about uh, all of the all of the things that you do? All the things I do. Yeah. Are you weeping Are those, right now? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm so sad. We don't, have to talk, <laughs> we don't have to talk about any of this. Well, let's let's begin by talking about I have the weepy eyes thing that happens mm -hmm. every time I wake up. It's like for oh. an hour, I just weep throughout my life. I don't know what that is. I've never asked a doctor. Other okay. people have it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? Really? <laughs> Never had this. It, I my theory is that you just have you have contained your eyeballs for so long mm. that when you release them, they are just um, stunned by the day. Oh yes. So yeah. it's so it's kind of like it's kind of like a uh, like a birth thing where like the, yeah. the baby cries when they come out of the womb and your eyes do the same thing. Right? I got to go through all this again. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I wish I had better, more well-adjusted eyeballs, but I yeah. guess I don't. Yes. <laughs> but let's, you know, I, what, here's what I want to I want to talk to you about. Okay. You do. You have all these skills. <laughs> Where did you get the time to do all of them so well? What? You're a great comedian. You're a great artist. You make like people show posters and do you all do this, this to everyone when they come. Yeah, on? I do. I do. <laughs> You're so I, good. I, I gush, How do you do it? I gush about them for a while, That's make wonderful. them very uncomfortable to the point where they cry at me. 
<laughs> well, the listeners can't see me crying, so. That's true. We're going to pretend I'm not. Yeah. Uh, where did I find the time? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I always did art. That came first, and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't really know how to answer that question. <laughs> You're I doing also, great so far. Thank you. Uh, it also feels like uh, it's just a hobby that if you explore it, then it can become something else. Mm-hmm. But not everybody does that. Sure. I don't think most people are good at art. I think not everybody does. Uh, does what? Explores a hobby into oh, sure. a sure. deeper place. Well, I think uh, I think it gets harder for people as they get older to try new things. That they yeah, might, even if true. they might have already, even if they've always been interested in them, and they like have the time, and it's totally. like, oh, I'm just too late. Yeah, you know? And you know what? Check share out. It's never too late. Check. Oh, share. Check her out. Well, Mary. Oh, uh, not that she ever did nothing. She's always been doing something. <laughs> Was she ever still? Oh, share. <laughs> I love that this is your example. <laughs> I know it wasn't very good. I'm trying to think of someone who just like switched their life over. Yeah. Yeah. No one. It I guess you can't do it. Share. No, but I mean, people people start things late all the time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is also a bad example, but uh, Charles Bukowski started late as a writer. So, you know, if oh, you want to if, if be like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I do. And I do. <laughs> yes. Um, there's also that, like, graph that I like to read sometimes. I'm also using the wrong word. It's just a little f- picture. <laughs> anyway, it's... Uh, <laughs> It shows when people start, like, what celebrities started at what age. Ah, oh, And yes. it's a very, it's a feel-goodery fest. Because oh, it, it starts is. at 30 and then goes to, oh, like, okay. 60. Because there was, there was some, like, this is, there was some article a couple, maybe, maybe even a month or two ago that was, like, this is what Donald Glover was doing at, <laughs> oh, don't read at, that. when you, when, like, he was 25. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, this is a bad way to think about anything. <laughs> totally. You could also wake up and be like, this is what Shirley Temple was doing at six. <laughs> it's like, oh, well. <laughs> I didn't know how to drive. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she drove that little car. She drove that little car around. Uh, uh, in Since you mentioned Shirley Temple, mm. on the Fox, the 20th Century Fox lot in Los Angeles. Yeah, have she, you been? Yes. Oh. Showbiz. Showbiz. She lived. They built a little house for her on the Fox lot for her to just like live there while she made the movies. And it's just, it's like a, it's like a Hobbit house. It's just like a miniature house. Everything's small. The windows, like going out, are just like down. They're like waist level instead of like like eye level for a grown person. What? And apparently, she would just like she would lean out the window and like feed her horses. No. She like had she had horses. How did she keep going in life? <laughs> it's a little tiny house, just like right next to all these the gigantic like house. warehouse lot like sound stages. Honestly, I wanted to say that's crazy, but also every girl's dream. A tiny house. Live in a tiny house. <laughs> yes. Look at we're all like dollhouses and little. Mm. I don't know why every girl is just like I want something very small and I want to live in it. <laughs> we just want to escape the world. <laughs> well, we're in the right city for that. <laughs> it's the perfect place. Do you think you could get one of those tiny homes? You know those tiny homes, right? It's a documentary on them. No. It's just a you order. I can't believe this. You order the plans. And the house would be like maybe this big. Mm. The room is small, everyone. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you can put it wherever you want, but you just have to buy like a plot of land. It's uh-huh. a tiny house with everything you need in it. Yeah, I could get one of those. Totally good. Sure. I live in a tiny house. I feel like I need to show. I'll show you pictures after. I, <laughs> You'll yeah. love it. What I'm imagining is is uh, pretty comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I could totally do it. You'd have to practice minimalism and be really healthy. Mm-hmm. You could just be in the middle of the woods, terrified of bears. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Uh, anyway, do you have this thing? Because I mean, like we we've lived in New York uh, a while, I guess, right? Yeah. Do you have this? Like, if I take the train places, and it will be like going on this rolling countryside of of this great nation of ours. <laughs> oh, you I take could... like a long train? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not talking like the subway. I'm talking like the. Amtrak I thought, train. yeah, and I was like, where do you live? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me live yeah. there too. <laughs> <laughs> But the, for the first part of the trip, I'm always just like, oh, it's so nice to see. I always, look at all these like houses out here. Like, yeah. It must be so peaceful to live out here. And then I start to think, if something, if like a crime occurred, I wouldn't have any help for miles. miles. And then I'm just terrified of like, then I start having these like waking nightmares of just like being alone in a big country house and someone like trying to break in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, I've been I've been ruined by uh, the city. I know it's very interesting. The city, I mean, what are the statistics? Obviously, I would assume the city is more dangerous. Mm-hmm. But then I go into a country home and I move from the physical realm. Right. I'm just like, well, there are ghosts everywhere, and that's <laughs> going to keep me up all night. I yes. would rather have a a person trying to get into my apartment than a ghost. I think so. It's probably. I don't want to say it's easier to stop a person. I would. Yes, but I don't I, know. I I agree. I agree that it's, <laughs> question me. I agree that it's easier to stop a person than a ghost. Are They're you a, wily. Are you I, I apologize for how this question is going to be phrased. Are you okay. a ghost person? <laughs> I am a ghost person. Do you like ghosts? <laughs> are you fascinated by them? Do you read uh, about fascinated. them? Fascinated. I am are you obsessed. are you the bomb in hereditary? Um <laughs> I freaking hope not. No spoilers, but I wow. guess the grandma, right? Yeah. Well, they both seem to have problems. Right. I would say the grandma was probably more of a ghost person than the Oh, for sure. than the mom. The mom didn't Hope have everyone much saw choice. hereditary. <laughs> out I don't there. think I don't think we said anything. No. No. I'll stop myself cuz I have so many thoughts on that. But yes, ghosts. Yeah. You like them. Yeah, I <laughs> two two obsessions that I couldn't form into a career or a nice creative thing to do where one was ghosts and the other one is serial killers. And I I know that I can't do anything with uh-huh. those. Where do you think I'm that, healthy. Where do you think that the true crime, the boom in true crime came from culturally? Um, right, it feels like right now we are we're in doing that. It. Yeah. What do you think 10 years ago the boom was? Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> <you think> so? <laughs> Documentaries on Pokemon. <laughs> True crime Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know, but it does, I mean, like people were always making documentaries, obviously. But they're 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 yeah. having a they're having a a a a boom. I would I would imagine it's just a ripple effect where like yeah. one really good one is made, mm-hmm. and then everyone watches it and talks right. about it. But I do know that the obsession with serial killers and true crime stories, mm-hmm. uh, especially for women, mm. uh, anyone who is uh, a woman or identifies as a woman has like that existence in society that makes you feel unnerved and unsafe at times. Mm-hmm. 
um, wake up, Colby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and there's like this psychological comfort in studying crime uh, because then it allows you to think that you are prepared for mm. anything that could happen. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of women gravitate towards watching these and learning about it. Mm. That's 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 your I've, I yeah, well. I've read yeah. some things on it because I was like worried about myself. I mean, yeah. I checked out all of the serial killer books from one of my local libraries once. Yeah, she was like, "We don't have any more," and I'm like, ah, "I have a problem." <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. Do you uh, do you have a favorite? In that? Is, is there one that you are more fascinated by than others? Oh my god, they're all. It's like a rainbow out mm-hmm. there. Uh. Some of them are a bit, uh, so, like, you pity them a bit more. But I think, um, oh, man, maybe Ted Bundy. Anyone who represents mm-hmm. themselves in court, I'm just like, who are you? You know <laughs> what I mean? You're, you're a character. <laughs> and you murder. That guy believes in himself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I will waive my right to an attorney. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Uh, if I go through someone else, my words will just get lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean to to do that, but then also to be like, uh, I can't remember his diagnosis in particular, but I know that he was narcissistic, psychopathic, and uh, multiple personalities. So it's like wow. to represent yourself, but you could genuinely do it. If you have two or three personalities yes. inside of you, you could be your lawyer and you could be the mm-hmm. the defendant or whatever. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it works. Wouldn't be hard. if No one's ever telling that guy, you need to change your perspective. <laughs> totally. <laughs> He's freaking Picasso over here. <laughs> <laughs> Got them all. 904-351-0729. If you want to call in, that's 904-351-0729. Uh, there's a podcast called My Favorite Murderer that's very popular. You know. They, they beat you to it, Mary. I could never <laughs> even, I had to leave it alone. Like, I can't, I couldn't make this out of a career out of this. Okay. It's too much for it's me. Just, it's, you're just, <laughs> I would get too jacked. You're just exploring a hobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe one day it could become something else. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the day when I, like, uh figure out someone's a serial killer beforehand. Mm-hmm. What is it, like one in 30 people are? Is it, it's one in 30? Nope, sorry. Hey, <laughs> let me rip it. Backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> okay, all right. I lie sometimes accidentally. That one was one of them. Um, there's like some statistic that out of 30 people you see, like as you walk around, you'll one of them... I'm going to get out of here. Okay. I got to go. <laughs> Cite your your sources. <laughs> I'm not even saying it right. Nothing I said was accurate. But what, Anyway, do you think a serial what? killer will call in? I hope so. I hope so. Hey, they're talking about me. And they can call in at 904-351-0729. One in 30 people serial killer. Ugh. Yeah, you're uh, going to find it. How many murder? Oh, here it is. Yes. How many murderers will you walk past? Yeah, that's it. Is the article. Uh, and there's so much opening to this. This is insane. Maybe it'll be in bold. Two. This isn't helpful at all. There's, <laughs> there's just like the population of the U.S. in 2014. Was, 
Could this I... guy was like, this is my one chance. God. We have a caller on the line, Mary. Oh, no. Caller, welcome to the program. Uh, hello. Oh, good. My hello. name is Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Uh, I really like your show, Colby. Oh, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> uh, uh, I was just calling in to say that uh, I uh, have killed three people. <laughs> Do you think that makes me a serial killer? Well, did, did each... How... Uh, Get walk us through the process of each one. Oh boy, Were, is, that's a grisly way to start. What, was it was it three at once, or uh, uh, because then no, I I would I wouldn't call you a serial killer. Was it? Go ahead, I'll let you do it. Was my mom? Okay. And she wouldn't let me have the cereal I wanted. Oh. One was this radio show host that I really loved, and I just loved him so much oh. I had to kill him. And then the third one was a different radio show host, but I just loved him so much I had to kill him. Was your mom a radio show host? She was. <laughs> I knew it. She was the black lady from the Howard Stern show. Oh, whoa. Robin. I didn't know she was dead. Robin. I didn't know Robin was dead either. Yeah. Uh, My this... name is Kevin Givens. Kevin Givens. Okay. Wow. Wow, man. Well, Kevin, I sense a theme in your murders. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not, <laughs> not picking up any. Well, that's the distinction for a serial killer, right? They need a theme. Yes. Yeah. You got one, buddy. Was this the you goal, Kevin? Oh, Kevin, are you okay? <laughs> how, uh, no. how far? I, I think it would Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, please just tell me, please, Kevin, Kevin, please tell me what podcasts you listen to. <laughs> what are in your rotation? Oh, I really like the Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> I think he has good thoughts on, on the sports. Uh-huh. The sports. Culture. You like, you like basketball talk? No. Oh, oh you like. That's his trigger. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Kevin, what's happening? Kevin, it's not often. Do you like. Go ahead. That I can see the person through their voice, but I sense that you are large and lying down. Is this true? I'm lying down, but I'm very small. I'm very small and skinny. Oh, I don't know if I believe that. Um, I, I, I weigh 87 pounds. Oh, Kevin, no. <laughs> That's far too thin. Do you eat yes. well? Yes, I'm beautiful. I'm so beautiful and thin, just like Mother wanted. <laughs> you just mean like Robin Gibbons? <laughs> just like Robin. Oh, Robin Gibbons was sick. Kevin, you're not you're not thin, Kevin. He's 87 pounds, Colby. Be, <laughs> no, that's, be fair. that's that's Robin telling Kevin to lose oh, weight. You're not thin. That sounds nothing like my mother. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna that do the voice. 
What, it, dude, can you do the voice and you're just not going to? No, I can't and won't. Do the voice, <laughs> I will not. Do the voice. Okay. <laughs> Kevin is reaching out to you. Okay, aggressively. Here, here it comes. Here comes the voice. All right. That's, whoa. Whoa, that was my that impression. Was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. Thank you, thank you. I oh, he, he hung up. Make all the noises. He, he hung did. Up. He hung up. Could well, serial Kevin, killers can't be confronted. We got somebody else. Uh, is, hello. Hey, hi, caller. Hey, Welcome hello. to the program. Oh, Who, hey, who's this? It, hey, how's it going, Colby? Yeah. Yeah. Colby, hey, Artie Lang here. Oh, Ar- wow, <laughs> Artie Whoa. Lang. This is wild. Artie, yeah, I, I love you on Crashing. Sure, I'm very good on it. <laughs> listen, this is urgent. Um, I'm just going around cold calling all of the different radio shows because Robin has gone missing. Oh, oh my God. My beloved co-host, Robin, who's always like, you know, telling us to, to rein it in or whatever. She oh. hasn't been seen in several days. Well, uh, I was just hoping maybe this is tough. at one of your radio show conventions or something, you might have seen her. We're just very, we're very scared, and we're, we just love her, and we want her to come back. You know, we've never met before, uh, but I mean, we just heard from someone claiming to be her son. Mm. Uh, claiming, oh, Kevin? Yes. <gasps> the little oh, waitress no. fella. Honestly, oh, I tell you, Colby, no. that kid is weird. That kid is weird. I took that, at Robin's behest, a couple of years ago, I took him out to one of my marathon pizza eating competitions, uh, which is, you know, the sport of kings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the, 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 the little tyke just wouldn't, not even a morsel, Colby. He was, listen, I'll tell you right now, he's bad at competitive pizza eating. He is, he's like a, a china doll, honestly. Uh-huh. He's like made a balsa wood. This 87-pound kid couldn't wolf down as many pieces as you, Artie Lang? He wouldn't do it. Here's the thing. I show up. I get There's a stack of eight large pieces. I throw down a pack of multiple bites on it. What? And I just start chowing down. And I You're figured, eating the cigarettes? Again, what, what youth wouldn't want to partake in? I mean, I've been doing this since I was eight years old. You know what I mean? On the playground at first. And going amateur, semi-professional, there's, you know, they have celebrity pizza eating contests for charity. Mine is, uh, my charity is Mozzarella Blood. Wait, what? Is that the name? Is that the name of an organization? Or do you give mozzarella out as blood? No, no, no. I mean, there there is a, a, a border gang called the Mozzarella Bloods, but th- this is a charity for raising research and awareness around the illness of mozzarella blood, which I have had since I was eight years old. <laughs> which is, I'm guessing, that your blood is as thick as mozzarella cheese? Well, that's the funny thing, Colby, because, yes, mine is more like a burrata, actually, now. I'm in recovery. Oh, oh good. Um, oh, but it is given to you. You you catch it by eating too much mozzarella cheese. You catch it? 
It's like a virus? Yeah, you catch it. It's highly contagious, but only through mozzarella and cheese, and only in quantities that would kill a human under 200 pounds. Artie, can I be honest here and maybe give you a little help? Since I was eight years old. Artie, you gotta stop eating pizza if you've got this cheese blood. (laughs) I think putting more cheese into your body is worse. But, Mary, if I don't eat the pizzas, we can't raise money to do research. Oh, my God. It's such a catch-22. <laughs> Artie, you're right. <laughs> and there's literally no other way to make money. <laughs> you have to, You must understand my position here, you know? Artie. I mean, I'm in a unique position. Artie. Go oh, on. I get it. If I, know, if I know anything about your life based on what I've seen in the show Crashing, ah. the new school... Uh-huh. Is inviting you to do onstage Q and A's about political correctness and comedy all the time. So you could probably just oh, do that I... and get money, aren't you? You know how you are the first person we would want to hear from when talking about political correctness and comedy. <laughs> the new school, the new, the, the new the school is, in Colby, New York City is inviting you constantly. The thing is, Colby, I live by a code code of ethics, and I could never, ever charge for giving my opinion about political correctness and comedy. It's too important an issue. Money cannot be a factor. But mozzarella money is all the money. My opinion about the role of political correctness in comedic discourse at any time completely free to any audience even if it's a bunch of permanent undergraduates at the new school or majoring in, like, the sociology of hip-hop shoes or whatever. <laughs> sociology of hip-hop. And Where can I take I this major? <laughs> myself because that comment was perhaps not the most politically correct. Hey, you're Artie Lang. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm a ball buster. I'm a I'm a I'm a taboo breaker. Thank you for slipping uh, back into the accent for ball buster. <laughs> ball buster. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kolb. I I I break. I talk about things don't people don't want to talk about, mm-hmm. and I break taboos. But uh, they used to say that a fat Italian with no education couldn't do comedy. It had never been done before. It was unprecedented. They would say that. Yeah. That's, I'm in the, That's well known. Yeah. They were. I think that's in an episode of uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. No, no. (laughs) What? Go, go. Artie, can I interrupt whatever you were saying? Artie, can Can I ask you? Ask. Ask away. I want to know more about, a little bit more inside tidbits on Pete Holmes. If you just have one interesting. My good friend Pete Holmes? Yeah, just one interesting thing. He stays at your house all the time, right? Or he did. Well, yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing. He did. That, that show is um, 100% autobiographical to right. his life. That's what I thought. But he and I, you know, we were, we were best friend comedians, as you can tell by our very complimentary personalities. And we were talking about how there are no shows about how hard comedy is. And we were like, what if we just made a show that showed exactly how the trajectory of anybody who even decides to try comedy goes? Where you show up to New York City and then you immediately meet Sarah Silverman mm-hmm. and she becomes your best friend. Mm-hmm. But you don't fuck. Right. And her house Which is filled with other fellow comedians. Mm-hmm. All of us. All yeah. of us coming up in that generation, we all became best friends with Sarah Silverman on our first day in New York City. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's a pretty great story. Hello. It's remarkable. Have I broken another taboo? You guys seem shocked into silence. <laughs> I, <laughs> Not I at all. I was taking my time to feel bad because I have yet to meet Sarah. And I know that when you see Sarah, it's like seeing a robin. It's like the spring has begun. Mm. Um, so I guess Speaking I'm not a comedian seeing yet. Robin. No, she's... seeing Robin. Has anyone oh, seen right, her? I forgot about Robin. Sorry, I forgot Robin was missing. We got distracted <laughs> by these inside showbiz tidbits. Yeah. In fact, Robin is dead well, and her son seen. killed her. No, Artie doesn't know that. You well, I'm telling, I'm telling him now. Artie, well, Artie, her son, conf- her son confessed Kevin, to the murder on the air. Yeah, weird Kevin. He said it was because of oh cereal, God. but we think it's because of the radio host part. Yeah, yeah. He said he, he killed two other radio hosts, uh, but didn't say who. So I'm guessing it's the Hollywood Handbook guys. <laughs> Gotta be. You know, I haven't seen them either. They had they didn't come to my luau. You have a hold on, light. hold on, Artie Lang. Mm-hmm. You just threw a luau. Oh, every year I threw a luau. Oh, every it's kind year, of like a, it's a funny roast. One time, I was eating an apple, and Howard says to me, Artie, you fat fucking piece of shit, oh, pig, pig slut. Look at you. You're like a fucking pig. We're going to stick a spit up your ass and roast you over a fire. And we laughed and laughed because that's just Howard's way. It was a really, really good joke. <laughs> he sounds anyway, charming. He sounds charming in person. He's, he's my he's my best friend, you know? Uh, I. <laughs> oh. Are you crying? He just has this this irresistible charisma, you know? When you're talking to him, it's like you (laughs) – I'm sorry. I just – I'm thinking about him. It makes me laugh, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, Because he looks just like Patti Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so true. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Artie, uh, I know you've got to go grieve – the loss of your friend. Robin Yeah, Gibbons. I need to go tell my good friends in the radio business. So I'm going to let you go, uh, but it was it was great. Okay. It was great to talk to you. Artie, good luck you with your cheese favor? blood. This is what Robin would have wanted. Okay. Could you direct your listeners to go to mozzarellabloodhope.org <laughs> and just donate whatever they can? It makes it seem like you want mozzarella blood. <laughs> Please, I need cheese blood. <laughs> to go fund me for your cheese blood. It's the only domain main name that was available. <laughs> Wait a Just second. Go get there are other mozzarella blood. They're, so, they're, they're so close to cracking this thing. Oh. They're 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 right there. They just need a couple more microscopes, okay. so they don't have the money. <laughs> That's what's keeping us uh, at bay from figuring out cancer. It's just a couple. couple more microscopes. <laughs> I just need a couple more. Oh, All right, man, I didn't Arnie, know that was very, very tiny. Arnie, you got you got to get out of here. Okay, goodbye, everybody. We'll talk soon. Bye, Arnie. Feel better. Man, Artie Lang. Artie Lang. It's the that's the the firepower you get. Yeah, that this show really, really come on here, Mary. Yeah, I'm here with Mary Doherty. <laughs> We're gonna reset now. I'm here with Mary How Kate Doherty back? on this Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Colby Smith. We have come to a point in the show now, Mary, 
where I am wearing sunglasses. Yeah, Mary put on sunglasses <laughs> during the call with Artie Lang. It's because now I am crying. Oh, I'm okay. cry laughing. So okay. I just want to get rid of the eyes in general. Mm. Get them out. Get the problem out of here. We are now, we've come to a recurring segment on the show. Mm. It's been developed over years of study of the great interviewers uh, in history. Who, who are your other favorites? Terry Gross. And the list stops there. Oh. What about James Lipton? He's a hack. Okay. <laughs> no thoughts. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to ask you now a series of questions. Okay. And they begin as follows. Who's an actor or actress who every time they come on screen you go, oh, neat? Oh, that's a great question. But it's not, it's just, oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Diane Wiest. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> I know I'm going to have a good time. That is so good. Yeah. That's a great answer. Uh, I'm, we're going to take one more quick call before oh, we continue with the, with, the, uh, uh, with the questionnaire. Caller. Hey. <laughs> I damn it's Tim Keck, everybody. Hey, Mary, how's it going? My loyal caller. Yeah, Tim Heck. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> My alter ego, Tim Heck. How's it going, more buddy? Than I am. Yeah. Tim uh I'm going okay. Tim was recently written up in an article, uh uh named as a comedian, and the the author uh referred to him as Tim Heck. Uh, and linked to his Facebook page, which lists his name correctly as Tim <laughs> Cat. And that person was a journalist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is paid. He was. He's a journalist. <laughs> and uh, I follow him on Instagram, and I've seen him post other things. Does he, he get other names, names right? wrong? No, I'm, I'm obsessed now. I read all of his oh, articles. Of course <laughs> how he gets followers. He knows nobody's going to want to read all these shitty stories about places closing down. So he is that his, the only thing he every does? Time, and then they vindictively follow everything he does. <laughs> yeah, he That's covers the uh, the closed down bar beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's does. a very sudden... What kind of a beat is that? <laughs> it's not a beat. <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of like obituaries in the same... Sure. That's a beat. Yeah, yeah the obituary beat. Yeah. Tim? If we're looking for a trend... In all of these places that he's covering mm -hmm. that are closing down, it's him. He shows up. These places close down. I say we get rid of this guy. This guy. For the economy. Well, how you do know, you think he does it? You know, we were talking about The Purge a little while ago. If I get The Purge, I'm going after him. And yeah, part of it's because he got my name wrong. Part of it's to protect our community. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he just uh, shows up and gets everyone's names wrong? And then the bars close because of that? I'm just saying there's a correlation. Okay. You know, if yeah. you were a detective and there was a crime scene and there were like five murders and the same person was seen at each murder, you'd bring him into question. Oh, you'd have to. Thank you for bringing up murder that again. That's the theme of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Murder has been talked about a lot and perhaps is going to be committed when Kevin gets here. <laughs> murder, she radio. Oh, <laughs> There's the title of the show. Yeah, look out for the podcast on Friday, everybody. Maybe I can start that one. Finally, live out murder. She radioed with Mary Kate Doherty. <sighs> Tim, uh, any any hot takes? You always have a hot take. You're always like, "Hey, this thing you guys were talking about mm. at the very beginning, I think you're wrong." 
man. Um, I don't know. I want to know about the serial killer thing. Uh-huh. What do you want to know? Like, I think, uh, yeah. I, I I think it's kind of fun that there's, like, 30, every one in 30 people is like a serial killer. Yeah, it is fun. makes life exciting, you know? We <laughs> yes, get up life in the, exciting. We have a humdrum life. We go yeah. to work. We come home. But the imminent fear of death is not prominently in my mind all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if it should be, maybe I'd live more for today. Well, Tim, that's wow, a wonderful that's beautiful. Look at. Yeah, that was that's, really well put. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think yeah. that's what everyone's striving to do when we think about serial killers is just living life to the fullest. But don't you think there's a sick thrill to it, too? Yeah. Just a sick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe for you, Kobe. <laughs> Well, it's just like you know what's uh, go ahead, go ahead. All of us. Oh, you know what's not a thrill is watching all of these murder documentaries. Oh, you like, don't like the first that? one? Sure. OJ. I'll watch seven hours of an OJ doc. Mm-hmm. I watched like ten hours of Making a Murderer. But not every documentary needs to be a twelve-part miniseries on Netflix. Well, right? that's 100% I feel like right. uh, I was trying to watch Wild Country or Wild County or whatever it is about that cult. I yeah. was like, this could have been a thirty-minute description. I'm two, I'm two hours in. <laughs> I don't know what what's going on. I really enjoyed that one. Someone could have texted me this story, <laughs> and I would have been fine. I don't know why I'm interviewing all these people. Yeah, it's really long. It's like they're treating all these pe- all these people like superheroes. We need an origin story. We need to know how they cut their powers. Who cares? Let's just see them fight somebody. Let's just cut to the trial. <laughs> Tim, did you watch the staircase yet? The which one? Staircase. The staircase. Yeah, it's the latest one. See, is that the one where the guy's in the hotel and he's peeping at people? What? <laughs> no, that's that? that one's great. That's but that's not a serial killer one. That one's called Voyeur, and it's this based on this book uh, by Gay Talese about this guy who bought a motel in the Midwest uh, in like the seventies, just so and he like installed a secret level above everybody's room so he could just like watch people. Wow! I mean, it's just creepy stuff. Oh yeah, it's great. It's a great. There's a movie coming out with that. Really. You know, it's like the something hotel. It looks wild. Oh, it looks um, legit awesome. Is that the Stephen King series, or are you saying it's a movie? Oh. No, it's like a film that's coming out. There's a Chris Hemsworth is just dancing in the trailer, shirtless in a field. Oh, wonderful! And then they're in a hotel, and then they're like spying on people. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. Well, yeah. let's oh, go. Yeah, here I it saw is. Saw the trailer. I was like, I don't know what this is about, but I want to see it. Directed by Sam Mendes. Like him. Um. It looks cool. Wow, okay. Colby, in the the description, does it say what genre it is? No. But I hope it's a comedy. I hope it's a (laughs) (laughs) rom-com. That's my genre right now. Tim? Tim. Yep. Any any thoughts? Any other thoughts? Uh, Um, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, I mean, I guess. I guess, like, uh, murder's cool, depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no no, no further questions on that. Yeah. Do we eat breakfast this right. morning? Thanks, guys. No, 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 no. It's actually, I like, I, I do have to go because the delivery guy's here. Oh, it's about to happen. I mean, you can get it if you want. It's just no big deal. I mean, just be good. I, can I? Just be nice to him this time. Okay. Okay, it'll be Ooh, real this quick. Is, this uh, is like a voyeur. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I just got to go real quick. Okay. Yeah, no, it's cool. He's a nice kid. Okay, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> what does that matter? Let's see. 
Kick it. What the, what's with that look? What's with that look? Let me see. Let me open it up. Let me take a You melted the butt. Sit down. Sit down. Okay? I'm tired of this shit from you. I'm tar- I'm I'm sorry, okay? Let's listen, I get it. I get it. This isn't a priority for you. You're not excited. I mean, this is where, where you dreamed you would be at this age. But I tell you, things are going to get better. Things are going to turn around. Eventually, you'll get to do what you want to do. What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> That's not going to happen. But you should go to a trade school or do something. Listen, I mean, I'm just, I, I know you need the money, and I know this is just a job for you, but for some of us, this is how we start our debt. And you are really fucking those people over every time you bring melted butter in, all right? So, I know, I get it, I understand where you're coming from, but if this happens again, I will fight you in the streets. I will, I will whoop the shit out of you, okay? Go back, get some good butter, and let's stop doing this, all right? I don't want to have this conversation every day, all right? I'm going to try to call into my buddy's radio show, and you come in here and ruin everything. Okay, good luck with school. Bring that butter back, baby. Thank you. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Tim. Hey, Tim. <laughs> hey, Tim, thanks for calling. Can you hear me? Uh, okay, yeah, great. Um, cool. Uh, so is it just like dead air? No, no, we, we, there, there was, there, no, we, 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 could, we had the show. There yeah. was a show. Oh, you did? Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah I, I feel bad making you wait like that. But, no, no, uh, this is totally okay. cool. Totally I'll, cool. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, bye, buddy. All right, bye, Tim. Enjoy your butter. Tim out! God. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. Monster. Yeah. So, Mary. Yeah. Back to the questionnaire. Diane Weist. <laughs> Diane Weist is such a great answer. I love her. Me too. She is in um, uh, uh, this movie called Hannah and Her Sisters. Uh, and she's like, she's the, 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 like the, the, like quirky love interest in it. And she's so wonderful. I'll have to watch that because that does not sound familiar to me. Mm, it's, it's, it's nice. I just watched Practical Magic ooh, and I literally I went, ooh, that. neat when she appeared. Yeah. She's and then great. I had a blast. Next question. Say you are stricken ill. What show do you put on while you heal? Oh, The Office, 100%. Mm, yeah. Every totally. Time. Totally. I don't know. I'll, I'll never get sick of it. They're healing properties to the office. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this the other day. What what are the healing things about it? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's muted colors. Mm-hmm. It's not too bright, jangly, loud, or anything like no. that. Except for the intro. Why is it at that volume? But I will not skip it. Um, that is jarring. Um, and then it's just familiar faces. You don't have any new people coming in and out. It's just that. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Okay. What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? <laughs> this is the morning zoo question. Each of the questions is in a different style. <laughs> I can tell by the voice. Oh, man. What does it drive me nuts? Um, hmm. All right. This is weird. Mm-hmm. Or not. I don't know how many people are openly bothered by it, but the peace sign in a selfie. Hmm. Or the peace 
lips. Oh, it's yes. not the peace sign anymore, and I get that. Right, but it's the two fingers. Up. But why is it happening? Mm -hmm. What does it mean? What do they think it means? I don't think it's like. I know that that's not necessarily an internet craze, but I'm just bothered by it. So I would love to talk about it. Yeah. Like what? What I, do they think it conveys? And if I, they don't know, why would they do it? It is. I mean, it doesn't. There's no way it because it kind of means like. If, I feel like you see it. It's like, bye, bitch. Right. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's the complete opposite. It infuriates it's, it's me. It's hate. It's, it it used to mean peace, and yeah. now it means hate. You can't. It's like you can change words, yes, but you cannot change hand signs. Mm -hmm. Like, never been done before. And I know never say never, but... Don't do it. There's rules. <laughs> There's <laughs> rules. We live in a society of rules. <laughs> I love rules. Uh, next question. Okay. You find yourself in a casino. Ooh. You look down at your hand. What's that? It's $200 worth of chips. Yikes. Which game do you play first? <sighs> this is making me ashamed of myself ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> I used to live near some casinos, mm. and um, I don't know why I did that. I don't know either. <laughs> Yummy <laughs> pancakes, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just never gambled anything. The only thing I would do is like go to the slots if that slot machine had a mm. theme I thought was fun and funny. Yeah, slots like, is a perfectly fine answer to this. But I would do it the lowest gambling. Oh, so sure, $200 sure. would take me, like, mm -hmm. I don't even know. Um, and it would be, like, a Sex in the City machine. And I, got, I don't, I couldn't get into it. The only thing I liked was, like, maybe I'd bring in some pennies and do that for a while. Mm -hmm. And then someone would bring me a free cocktail. That was fun. And the rugs were always colorful. Yeah, they got a great look. These they really do. <laughs> I think it's daytime. Final question. Okay. What is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? Well, that's so many options. <laughs> Matt, all of your laughs are so different right now. All right. All right. Uh, I have, I contain multitudes. <laughs> I have many things. Uh, I would say like uh, when, if I cry during a commercial, that's upsetting to me. Mm. Um yeah, I guess it's like that, which seems like too much of a cliche, when like a uh, especially for a woman, I think it gets pretty hormonal in there sometimes. Yeah, and uh, it catches you off guard. Yeah. So sometimes if I'm watching a commercial, it could be like a family brewing coffee, mm -hmm. and uh, a tear will come out, and it'll just be like, "Well, I would like to die." Now. I mean, that's <laughs> they're supposed to do that, you know? Yeah. Well, it's hard when like your guard's so down that that stuff really works yeah that's true I'm like why am i crying that's true the coffee looks good that's is that what they want me to do yeah i don't know or is it because <laughs> i don't know my dad <laughs> <laughs> i'll do it i'll buy full I'll, I'll buy it uh yeah I'll, I'll add one to this list uh recently i always i always uh answer this question too just to just just as, as payback you okay. know for for everybody this is a new one for me this happened recently Chiquitito by Abba. 
Shamed by your own sorrow. Oh, it's so good. The best part is at the end. We're going to skip ahead. I honestly have this, never wait, heard Wait, wait. Shut, shut up. Okay. Oh, so moving. That is beautiful. Oh, it's so good. Do you know that they didn't fly? What? They didn't fly in airplanes. They, is this another one of your made up? No. <laughs> one of them was so afraid to fly. Oh, that's, there's fly. no way that's true. true. I feel like, I, I mean, I don't. Fly. See, this is my thing is it feels like ABBA was the kind of band at the time that had a jet like with ABBA on the side. Absolutely. And they hung out in the jet all the time. Well, I could have made it up. You I don't know. know. I'll look it up. We'll confirm. <laughs> we have one final call real quick. Caller, what's your deal? Hey, my deal is this. I want to get breakfast. Where do you guys want to go? <laughs> Tina's. Tina's uh, 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 diner. What is Tina's Diner? It's walking distance from here. Yeah, we're going. It's on Flushing by uh, <laughs> by, by by Wilson. All right, all right, cool. Um, I actually one for all you listeners. This is me, Matt Strickland, <laughs> friend of the show. Yes. Thanks for introducing me, Cole. <laughs> um, I was out walking to get cigarettes earlier, and I bumped into this really nice sort of sickly looking kid uh so i'm just going to bring him along with us if that's cool with you sure yeah i don't see what could go wrong with that no yeah i'm I'm really normal i'm into meeting new people well you just mentioned how interested he was in radio and radio hosts oh cool to know intimately radio hosts well that's cool yeah like oh my buddy is a radio host i could i could hook you guys that'd be great yeah i mean i'm happy to answer any questions he has yeah I do foresee well, all right, something, well, but I won't say anything about it. I feel pretty Kevin good. We'll be coming to Tina's. Cool. I'll see you there. We'll see you there. Have fun with that little kid until we all see right. you. <laughs> bye, buddy. What? I said bye, buddy. What? What I said? Okay, I'm gonna leave my house like now. So I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> That's perfect. Shortly. Great. Great. Colby, do you always use business time for personal calls? <laughs> Tim and Kevin Bauer have made a lot of plans on the air, actually. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, we've come now to the end of the show, oh, everybody. Too quick. I know, it flew right by. It really did. Mary, thank you so much for being here. Colby, thank you for inviting me. It was so much fun to talk to you. Do you where can people see you next? Oh, let's see. What is the next? Actually, I think the next one is, hell yeah, at Union Hall. Mm. August. Uh, August 13th, I believe. Yeah. 13th or 15th? Somewhere it's the teens. Yeah. <laughs> and it's at 8. Well, they're also on the Roast of History, right? The next Roast of History, which is this around the same time. I am I am a potential guest on okay. Roast of History. Also at Union be, Hall. Yeah. And it would be like a Henry Kissinger affair again. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Great. Do you want to say a quick hello? Hello. Becky has been here the whole time, everybody. The whole time. <laughs> Becky's a volunteer here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, and if you want to volunteer, you can check us out at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. How's your experience been so far? It's been pretty good. <laughs> good, good. Come check out the Pine Box events. I'm going to start doing those. Oh, nice. When's the next one? Uh, sometime in late August. Oh, yeah. I was at the last one with the Trump Beatles. That was good. It, it was, was really, a really lot funny. Of fun. Oh, yeah. You had some good picks. Gang, we got to get out of here. Stick around for Point of Order. They will be in here momentarily. In the meantime, here's another great ABBA song because Mamma Mia 2 was really good. We'll talk about it soon, I'm sure. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you, Mary. Goodbye.